It has come to my attention from the new board of directors that uh, you haven't produced anything profitable since uh, Mother Eskless from Mars back in... Uh, 1968. Oh. I got this sure thing now. I'll bet anything that this is the one that's really gonna do it. You can bet on this. If your Hollywood's greatest effects television special doesn't get higher ratings than our competition's uh, Dr. Magic show, you are out, nice. Bookman. Out. Get it? That's a sure thing. Don't worry, CC. It's going to be big. We're getting names. Name effects no, people. Name not. actors. Uh, name stars. No. <laughs> Harvey, will you look at the rest of this? Don't talk to me about unknowns. I need stars. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Won't you come to your This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Insert synth. Uh, sound effect here now. <laughs> um, the greater good. This this uh, since it's a podcast, it's not easy to do. But just imagine if we were on video, it would be flashing intro title here. There right? you go. In- intro read yes. here. This is episode yeah. two in, in, in neon pink with a little bit of glow. Oh sure. Um, on a purple background. Okay, with some sparkles. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, make sure that we can we can afford them. Yeah. We, well. We, uh, one one sparkle. We can afford one. Okay, just one. Yeah, we're cheap. All right, this is episode 282. <laughs> and tonight we're talking about Wizard of Time, uh, Speed and Time. I, I th- kept saying Space this, and Time, space right? Space and Time so many times. Yeah. I kept saying it wrong. And so it's the Wizard <laughs> of Speed and Time. Um, this was a listener suggested yes. movie. I don't remember who <laughs> wanted us to do it. I honestly can't remember. But somebody back in year one, uh, <laughs> yes, probably. I don't remember who did it, but um, well, we didn't. We didn't know it was streaming until we figured it was on you or found it on YouTube. Well, no, so. they we said they wanted us to do it, and then they found the link and put it on our Facebook. So oh, I guess if okay. I just went back through our Facebook post, I'd find it. Um, yeah, which I'll like do ten years ago. Which I'll mm-hmm. do when I start uh, doing this. So I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Andrew. Oh. Okay. How are you tonight? I'm 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 fine. I've got a luxurious beard. Yes, yes. Actually I was gonna say that's the voice of my beard. <laughs> yeah, that's just <laughs> <laughs> His beard his beard is now speaking. This is this is great. Oh, oh my gosh. Um okay, sorry. Oh. Gosh, uh, we're off yes. to a great start. Andrew, some of the best stop motion I've ever seen Jimison. Um, I actually live my life in stop motion, not on purpose, yeah. uh, but just because I get tired and have to stop. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like I, I'm an old man in a young yeah. man's body. Yeah. Yeah. No. Going that's upstairs is, is hell for me. 
my last three years have been stop motion. Yeah. Um, in terms of this is uh, injury. So, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had one of those weird kind of like moments where I was like, no, stop motion. Isn't that kind of like an oxymoron? Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm I'm, I'm an idiot. These are the dumb things that it comes to me while I'm, when I should be listening to people tell me that their computers aren't working or something. Um, (laughs) And Sam, Yes. <laughs> I went ahead and beat you to the punch on this one. Sam oh, okay. would definitely let Sean drown, then pay him Vector. <laughs> Except I would just let you drown. Well, that's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. yeah. All right. So, all right, let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into the wizard. The wizard. Is it the? Is there a the? I don't remember. Yes, the wizard. I think it's of, the wizard of, of space and time. Of, spe- uh, of speed and of time. Speed and time. Speed and time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so let's do this. I am excited to do this. I I can't remember yes. who sent who suggested this this movie. Who requested it? I really can't remember. Um, oh, can't you can't remember the listener? I, I no, I don't know who oh, who sent and it. Another strike against us. I know. Well, no, I, literally, it was from like four years. ago. No, it was literally like a week ago. <laughs> no, seriously, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Um, that listener no longer listens to our show. No, mm-hmm. it was it was literally, it was just a little while ago. I just can't seem to find it, and I'm apparently I'm bad at um, uh, uh, at the Facebook. Um, so, Andrew, tell us what this movie is while I search Facebook. Sorry, I should unmute myself. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, a Hollywood filmmaker, Mike Jetlove, makes a short film for an evil film studio. Unbeknownst to him, the producer has placed a bet of $25,000 that he won't come up with anything they can use. Luckily, our film creator gets the help of his friends. Oh. Or does he? Yeah, he gets help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Would you call that help, though? She got got people to come and, and do things. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, no, I, he, he got help. Yeah. I mean, he, he, without, without the help of his brother and, and his buddy and his friends, like this movie does not happen. So I, um, I, yeah, I get that. No, that's, that's fine. Uh, we've certainly heard worse and recently. Um, true. Yeah. So I, I can't find it. I'm sorry. Whoever submitted this though, seriously, I, I, I thank you. I, I must be honest. There are times when people say, Hey, you guys should watch this movie. And I look at it and go, I don't really want to do it, but they wanted us to do it, so I'll do it. And so I went into this kind of kicking and screaming a little bit, and I walked out of this just grinning from ear to ear. So I say thank you. Now, Sam or Andrew might have different opinions. We'll do our five-word reviews here, and we'll get there yeah. with their thoughts. But uh, I'm just going to jump in in the, the deep end here and say I freaking loved this movie. I had such a good time. I laughed. My wife was bored. She did not understand it, <laughs> and I and we were talking about it again tonight at dinner. You know, three days later after watching it, and she's like, "I don't, I still don't get that movie." And I said, "I don't know what it is about it, but it worked for me." Um, the closest thing I could compare it to was UHF, the Weird Al movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it has that same kind of vibe to it, um, and it's some of the same kind of humor, some kind of dumb kind of painfully punny uh that that kind of humor which i love it's like a bunch of dad jokes this movie (laughs) 
I mean, seriously, there's a bunch of dad jokes and some and like like really in, innocent innuendos that other people are picking up on, but for whatever reason, the the dude and the girl don't. And I just think that that's, I just think it's really fun and kind of uh, genuine. So, uh, so uh, Sam, I'll let you go first. Not let you. I'm going to make you go first because that's okay. how this rolls. Sure. So you'll um, do your five I've, word. I've review. got several. Yeah. Here, as you do. Um, the first one was strange way to make movie. Mm-hmm. Um, basically pulling away from the, just the, the, the hypertensive, uh, craziness of this thing is manic. This movie is manic Yeah, and, uh, it has an energy to it that is, uh, it's just so different than, than anything else I've seen recently or ever really. It's just, it's, it's just very, very different. Um, my second one is cocaine fueled vision into mania, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, again, just, I swear, what were these people on when they decided this was the, 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 I don't know how to, to make this movie even right. It's just, it's so weird and different that I can see it happening in somebody's acid dream. And then my last but not least is hyperactive man and hyperactive is one word. Hyperactive man creates weird masterpiece. Masterpiece is one word as well. Yes. No, I'm with you. And I don't mean masterpiece as in i absolutely love this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean in terms of a visionary quest yeah this is a masterpiece in the way that this guy makes movies and i didn't hate it i didn't love it um i was i was kind of like you kicking the screaming going into this thing and it it didn't really make me laugh but it didn't make me upset either it was just it was literally like a bunch – it felt like a bunch of my friends made this movie over a weekend, and now I'm being forced to to, to watch it, um, to, to tell them what I think about it. Does that make sense? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I see yeah. I, I, a little bit there. I mean, obviously, um, there are lots of this movie that we could not do in a weekend, but I, I know – Oh, I see, absolutely, absolutely. I see what you're saying, yeah. But, but it is it – is, it, it's a low budget, obviously. Yeah. Um, almost like a student film and it, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, and I appreciate it for what it is. Do I want to watch it again? I don't think so. (laughs) I do not think so. Yeah. Um, That's fair. I might dream. I might have nightmares about this, this movie. Oh dude. No, I really, I really think I will because it's just so different and so weird. And, is he like a living special effect? I don't know. It's it's so freaking weird that yeah. <laughs> that I think I swear I'm gonna have nightmares. Well, I'm, I'm, so that's my that's my that's my review. That's my uh, my input on uh, on this very very strange experience. This is not a movie you watch. You experience this movie. Yeah. And I swear, if if you don't start, come away from it, you know, with almost a hangover, uh, you're you're doing it wrong. So, um. That's that's what I think. All right, cool, Andrew. I've got two as well. My first one is the hell did I watch? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not wrong. He is yeah. not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And the second one is I need drugs to watch this. There you go. See? Yeah. 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 
And it, so it was made in the late 80s, you said? 88? Well, it's for 83 to 88. Yeah, it took them about five years to make this, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be open and honest with both of you right now and and all the listeners. I've never smoked marijuana. I've never done any kind of drug. You know, the most I've ever done in my life is is drink alcohol. But I can only imagine what it would be like to be on any (laughs) kind of... LSD or <laughs> you know shrooms I, I, that has to be what it's like I, I right. don't understand only a little more calm I'm thinking but uh, <laughs> that you're right Sam it, it was an experience it was not a movie yes yes it was not a film per se it was a an experience I feel like if you were to to actually live this, it would be more enjoyable <laughs> than it was to watch it. I yeah, bet you this was. I bet you this was fun to to film. Oh, I, absolutely! I, you know they were having a great time oh, behind the man. scenes on this one. Yeah, well, as, small, as right? much as they were smoking, they had to small <laughs> small cast. It's probably a small crew. I, I can look on the IMDb. Yep. I bet you this was just a blast to make. I would have loved to have worked on something. Honestly, I would love to have worked on something this earnest. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, and that may, that's what that redeems this thing, right? Yeah, is the fact that you could tell this was a labor of love. It yeah. really was, and and I hate to to boohoo it or I or poo poo it. I, I I hate to do that because it does. It's such an earnest and and, and positive, might I say? The, you know, the, the little guy wins, right? The yeah. uh, the underdog gets gets his his day in court no um i don't know you know and and i think maybe the difference hope is that you know you you come from this world (laughs) yeah you know what it's like to do this type of thing um whereas i i just i don't know i just view it as weird yeah i i'm right there with you i i guess in in the same boat as sarah was i don't get it um (laughs) I didn't enjoy it at all. I could not, like, I couldn't even watch the movie. I, I, there were times I literally had to just turn it off and walk away. Yeah. Because at one I was point, so, I had anxiety. <laughs> like, at one point, Andrew, I paused it, you know, because YouTube tells you, you know, obviously how much time is left. And I was like, holy crap, there's like an hour left of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, and I, I, I had to do the same thing. I had to go walk to the other end of the building to just get some air to, to take a breath and get away from the, the craziness that was this, this film. I've only felt this way one other time. And that was it with the film. And that was when my philosophy teacher in high in uh, college forced us to watch Blade Runner. Uh, <laughs> interesting. And then analyze it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. That's, that's an interesting movie to analyze. Uh, I, I don't, I think this one would be right up there with it, though. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. So uh, if you're now yelling into your phone that, that Andrew just compared this movie to Blade Runner. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, I didn't compare <laughs> the film. Blade Runner is a movie. This is, I don't know what this is. It's an experience. But the experience that experience. I got is similar. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
All right. So my sorry. Right, so my I, I, I have two of them. All right. So my first one is second best stop. I can't read second best stop motion movie. Okay. Um, I, I all of those things that both of you have said about the movie, not necessarily how you feel about about the movie, are one hundred percent true. Right. Like. I'm not going to pull a, a Luke Skywalker from the eighth movie and say everything you've just said is wrong. No, everything you've said is true. And I still freaking enjoyed this movie. And, the, <laughs> and, and regardless of how you guys feel about the ridiculousness of the movie, the stop motion is incredible. It's, it's really good. I mean, it really is good stop motion. I mean, and it truly is. My number one, I think the best stop motion film of all time is... The Nightmare Before Christmas, and we're going to talk about yes. that later in our top yeah. three. But and because that is weird things, flawless and, yeah. and beautiful, yeah. But it's weird as puppetry. But this for people stuff is really really good. And Sam, you showed me this little YouTube video that this guy reviewed this movie a few years ago um, mm-hmm. on a YouTube whatever, and he made the point that like the the Superman movie, big budget Superman movie, looked way worse in its stop motion of Clark Kent trying to outrun the train than in this movie. Yep. So yeah. there's a lot that this movie and the stop motion of the um the the, the stop motion movie where it's the, the wizard and he's singing in the in his garage, right? With all the, the film cans and the dancing tripods and stuff. I mean that's really beautiful. It really is a beautiful, beautifully filmed thing. And there's a lot of talent and hard work that goes into that, and it's really well. They had to paint all the the glow effects, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a hand. I mean, this guy and came from Disney, of first it. of all, by the way. Um, um, sort of. He so his he he did a thing for Disney. He didn't okay. come from Disney, unless I, I thought he came from. I might have. Maybe he did. Maybe I misread that. Um, well, I hope, Sean. that yeah. you are, and I, I hope I'm not stealing your thunder. No. But well, I hope you that you're going to tell us that this film was made to stick it to somebody who did not give him a job or, <laughs> or that this was based somehow on a true story. Because that, for me, would make this a better oh, yeah. movie. Um, I'm trying but to... if it's not, then I'm, com- I'm completely effing lost. Well, <laughs> so parts of it are representing, obviously, the fantastical part where he can touch somebody and... See there, he basically for a moment turned into uh, Bruce Willis in Unbreakable, where he can touch people and see their dark secrets. <laughs> and, yes. and he sees that uh, the secretary riding the producer man while oh wearing spandex. Yeah, yeah. And he did like a really creepy voice. Um, this man can can go has a creepy looking face. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> but there there are parts of this this movie. I mean, the movie is kind of. Um, how he got his short made, uh, mm-hmm. the short movie uh, made um, and aired. Um, so anyway, he... Because that's where this came from, right? Yeah. It was a short first. Yeah, the original short, which you can see on YouTube, which looks um, not nearly as good as this short, mm-hmm. uh, just because of film quality. Um, you can you can see it on YouTube also. Um but that one was featured on. I thought it was the one that was featured on the like Wonderful World of Disney or something. Okay. Uh, because like that and that, that that was the what just happened? I'm trying to click on this thing and I'm getting advertisements. IMDb, you're 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 letting me down. 
so in the trailer, or the, not the trailer, the short, um, let's see. No, it doesn't say anything. Basically, the short, though, it was it was featured on, like, Disney's, you know, basically the thing that they're doing in this movie where they're, you know, uh, go on this uh, TV show to show off special effects. Disney did that yeah. show, and he did work for it. Oh, okay. So, um, and he did, and his feature, his, his short was on that. If I'm, okay, if so I'm, he, he basically he's a stop motion expert. Yes, he's a so special, he's, he's he's a Stan Winston. Uh, you know, I'm out of a job when the dinosaurs were were put in Jurassic Park. Yeah, and Harryhausen and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I I can't find any much else more than 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 that. I would love to see where it was like he he trained under Harryhausen or 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 something like yeah. that. You know, like I wish. Well, it's um, kind of like Jim Henson is is the puppet master, right? Yeah, and and um, and and you know the people that trained under Jim Henson have that certain feel to their puppetry. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see some of the stuff that that was definitely in this stop motion that you you see in pretty good stuff. Right, yeah. but uh, I guess what the, where the failing part is that it he he is a, a product of of the Hollywood machine mm-hmm. uh, product is the wrong word. He is a, um, he's a excommunicated product of the Hollywood machine. Meaning if he would have been in the Hollywood machine and part of all of the unions and guilds that this movie is making fun of, he would have done big film features. He would have been working yeah. at, um, industrial light and magic working on the ad at walkers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he has a talent. This is a this is this is talent that he has, and because he was an independent filmmaker, and maybe he always wanted to be. You know, maybe he didn't like all of the rules. And again, this movie's making fun of Hollywood. This is mm-hmm. most the movies union stuff, especially. Yeah, yeah. The, most movies are you know a, uh, the Oscars this year. I'm saying it now on January 21st on this episode that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will win Best Picture. Yeah, because it's about Hollywood. Because it's about Hollywood. It's a love letter to Hollywood, and Hollywood loves love letters to itself. Yep. So, I um, and I also think that they're they're finally ready to give Tarantino his best picture because he doesn't have one yeah. yet. Um, and this is probably his last film. He might do one more. Anyway. So anyway, I uh, yeah so. So, so Andrew, Andrew, I don't know if that if that helps you with this with this movie or not. I remember when back when we did Sky Captain: The World of Tomorrow, and we found out later that basically the director did a lot of the animation himself. Like this was a it was a right. lower mm-hmm. budget film, not low, but lower budget film. And then we're all like, oh, well, we have, we have more of appreciation for the craft. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think going into this, I kind of figured that out, and the movie kind of tells you all of these things. Like you know, this is this weird eccentric dude who doesn't like touching and has kind of weird, strange powers of his own. And then he's also this like super genius inventor man that can make a briefcase into a car and his bicycle have its own security (laughs) system. And (laughs) I mean, like those sight gags, all those gags worked for me. Like the chain of people that were being (laughs) electrocuted by the bike, that stuff worked for me. I laughed at that because once I started, like they're walking by and after the fourth person, you're like, Oh, they're all attached to the bike. To the bike. And it's like every yeah, it time was... 
somebody would come up and go, let me help you. And then they would grab their hand. Then the current would, would force them to attach. It was funny to me. Like all those gags worked for me. It was very, in my opinion, very Monty Python-ish. Yeah. Yeah, it had, yeah, it did have a feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I appreciate Monty Python. And that's the way that I kind of went with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because the acting. No, the acting's terrible. Is awful. Oh, yeah. The well, acting they're not professionals. Is, yeah. No, actors. no, no. Yeah, the acting's real sure. bad. All of it's bad. I mean. But it's supposed to be, I think. Yeah, it? I don't care. I, you know, and, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I don't think it was meant to be a masterpiece acting, you know, uh, it no, just, no. And, and that's what I'm kind of, you know, you, you mentioned Sky Captain and, and we did kind of make fun of it until we realized it was a, it was a passion project. Yeah. Um, and, and I do see how this is a passion project. It doesn't mean that I'm going, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and trash the whole thing, Sure. but I'm also can't sit here and say, you know, everybody needs to come see this. It is, you know, it, it's an interesting movie. I think it's interesting in a way that it's something I haven't seen yeah. in a long time, if ever. Yeah. Right? But is this something I want to see? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think, I think the eight-year-old Sam... Would have loved this. Yeah. Would have jumped all over this and probably had fond memories. And I, I never saw the eight-year-old Sam. Never saw this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm right there and, with you. I, I think not at this point in my life, but maybe. And years I think. Ago. And I think to unnamed person that sent me this, and if you sent this to us, please let me know. I forgot, and I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't find it on Facebook, and I'm, I'm sorry. I should have. Such a jerk. Well, yeah, I, mean, I am. I should have put it in our, um, in our <laughs> spreadsheet, but. Yeah. Whoever sent this in, I think they they watched this as a kid and have fond memories of it. I mean, yes. And we all kind of have those movies. I mean, we were all we were all young children. Well, Andrew and I were young children of the '80s. Sam was already collecting a pension, but <laughs> you know, like that the, that movie. It was I, a union I was in. The two know? the two movies that kind of I look back in the from the '80s and think. And I and I rewatch not that long. Well, within the last five years, and think, boy, these these aren't really good movies. But I don't care because they're movies of my youth. Are um, the the last Starfighter? Yep. And Willow. I mean, let's be honest. Willow's kind of cheeseball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of it's like a rip off of Lord of the Rings a little bit. But I I still freaking love every part of that movie. <laughs> and I mean, the only thing that's not Kind of cheeseball is the soundtrack. I mean, the, the James Horner oh, soundtrack well, is, it's amazing. Horner it? is still the first celebrity to, to die, and me, and I actually tear up over. Yeah. I was just such a tragic early loss. Yeah. Uh, it just makes me stick to my stomach. So anyway. So I, I think he's a musical genius. Oh, anyway. yeah, he was. He was. He's one of the greats. Truly is. Speaking um, of, of not being a musical genius, the synth. Oh, dear uh, God. Well, again, it's... Oh. <laughs> To me, okay, it didn't bother me, and it normally does. Oh. It normally kills me. You're not, you're not wrong. I, but I don't know how that one couldn't bother you. It, it didn't I, bother it's, me it's because so it, it fits the movie. It, yeah, it just hits you over the head so hard that you know you got concussions well, from this synth that's in this thing. But again, again, I, and for whatever reason, I, I walked into this knowing, okay, this movie's on YouTube for a reason, right? You know, it's not <laughs> streaming anywhere. And it's probably on YouTube because Mike Jitlow probably put it there. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he probably is like, oh no, I don't, I don't. He he seems like such an independent way of doing things that he probably wants this movie free to be seen because mm-hmm. he, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, he just seems like a dude that hates, he probably hates Marvel. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what Disney has mm-hmm. done now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to speak for him. But so when I, when I get smacked in, that face with, in the face with the synth, and you do, I mean, oh, yeah. you, ready, you ready for it? Here it comes. Subtle. That's the whole movie right there. But it's but that that isn't even the in the that's not the um not the catch, what do you call it? It's not the uh it's there's one theme that is played over and over and oh, over yeah. again. I was whistling it in my um, bah, bah, bah. It's almost the uh is it dynasty theme or something like that? It's like dun 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 uh yeah, yeah. Is that. Uh, I I I Dallas that's Dallas. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. It kind of sounds like a kid's playhouse kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, I welcome really to Pee-wee's like Playhouse. In, uh, it's a small world ride. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, again, you're not wrong. Nothing you're saying is wrong. I just, <laughs> I just, it, for whatever reason, it didn't bother me. I guess because I yeah. didn't, honestly, if I would have heard of a theatrical score, I would have been blown away. You know, I wouldn't have expected it. And obviously, there's not going to be any commercial rights. Like, even the Happy Birthday song was something they made up because <laughs> like, at, the yeah. t- at the time, it was still copywritten. Like, he could have aff- could afford nothing yeah. when it comes to that kind of stuff. So anyway, it didn't bother me, but yes, it's not good. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got violently ill. It's it, not good, it, but it got stuck in my head too. For <laughs> honestly, the, the part that's been stuck in my head, I didn't capture it. Um, just because I, I didn't, but the part that was stuck in my head the most is the actual, the wizard of speed and time. Oh, where the, this is. Okay, there's, yeah, uh, here it comes. There's words, just, there's lyrics. Yeah, here's Use just... outside a, music. Oop, yeah, uh, here we go, just a little bit. That. Uh, I didn't catch... Yeah. I didn't get the lyrics. Let me get the lyrics real quick. Just, but just, you know what? That, you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of some of the little electronic toys my toddlers had. Growing up, yeah. right? That you press the button and it plays, and then mm-hmm. every twenty seconds they press the button again. And it's the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the wizard of speed and time. The world of film is where I shine. I- yeah, that part right there has been stuck in my head for three days. <laughs> oh. Well, good. I hope I hope it gets stuck, and then and then the earworm eats its way from the inside out. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Pre-show, I was I was literally humming it, and then and (laughs) Sam says, "Oh my gosh!" And then I started playing what what also has been stuck in my head for for basically since I saw the movie is the Panic at the Disco version of Oh well, yeah, um, yeah, you played it, and I ended up having to download that Into the Unknown by Panic at the Disco. It's a it's a really great cover. Uh, uh-huh. and so I've, I've, I've been humming 
literally it's been like into the unknown. I am the wizard of speed and time. And it's just, been, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all kinds of broken right now. <laughs> um, so a couple, yeah. So this, so in, in, in my fire, you know, it's just in my final opinion. Yeah. This is one of those really weird movies to review. Sure. It, it I, and I've been racking my brain since I finished this thing earlier today where it drives me crazy and I hate it, but I respect it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's yes, it does make I, sense. This, I, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Andrew. I, well, I, I was just gonna say, I I respect the skill. Yes, that he ha, that he has and has put into the film, but I don't respect the movie at all. I'm just gonna put it there. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right there in that bed, and I'm gonna make the bed over it, and just that's it. That's fine. Yeah, just gonna leave it there for the night. And yeah, I, and again, it, this is a movie that's so weird. It's it's hard to have a it's hard to have a leg to stand on in what an argument. What you compare this thing to? Honestly, this is what I compared it to when I was talking to a coworker today. I was saying, uh, or not a car. Uh, when I was playing video games the other night, I said, "Hey, this kind of reminds me of UHF, the Weird Al movie." See, I've never seen UHF, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, really. If you watch UHF, which I'd love to do for the podcast, honestly, uh, it, it is a comedy and it's a parody comedy, which sometimes is hard to do for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it might be worth me just watching it because I haven't seen it in twelve, thirteen years. If yeah. if the jokes are still funny. Um, but I, 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 if you watched it, um, uh, it says on Amazon subs, it's on Amazon prime subs. Ooh, if it's on Amazon, that means I don't either. If it's on Amazon prime, then, then we're, we're adding it to the list. Well, I'll put it a little ways away. So we're kind of a little bit away from this movie. Thank you. Um, I might need a breather. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, we'll do some violent and something serious and something, uh, sincere. And then we'll. Then we'll come back to yeah. UHF. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I yeah, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. So we're I'll add it to the list. But I said I'll 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 make sure it's we we've we've given ourselves a break. Um, I just to your point, Andrew. You know you can respect the craft. Again, it's it's bad acting. The the main dude's kind of weird looking. Uh, the uh, well, no, like his he, he like, looks, but. no, his facial expressions, like that weird smile that he does when he's going when the he's in the uh, killer smile, yeah. yeah, when he's in yeah. the time machine, yeah, yeah. The the it's stuff, kind of Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. the stuff that I loved and I mean laughed out loud and just really enjoyed were the inside baseball about making film, you know, which, which you get that you I, understand, yeah, Sam I, and I no don't, idea. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, this movie is like aimed for me. It was made for me um, in that regard. Now, obviously, I didn't film in Hollywood. We didn't. I didn't make movies in Hollywood. We did, you know, out here in North Carolina, where, where when I met a dude from L.A., he referred to there's West Co- there's L.A. filming, there's East Coast filming, and then there's North Carolina. And we're like, why aren't we on the okay. East Coast? But basically, East Coast is New York all the way down to New Jersey. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then because at the time Georgia wasn't a thing. I was about to say, what about Atlanta? It wasn't a thing yet. They you know took what I'm saying? It from us. Yeah, they did. 
the only other city besides Wilmington that had any studios that was any decent was um, New Orleans, and then Katrina Olives. took that took care of that. So, it Wilmington was the next big one. So, but Wilmington is looked at as the redheaded stepchild of the filmmaking industry. So basically, Georgia took well, over a lot of, of Palmetto it. Point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> that, that, that's how the reputation started. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, or that's how it ended. Is <laughs> ended. <laughs> yeah, you're like Dawson's Creek. That's a nice or little both. show. Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Hey, that's a nice little show. Okay, you're gonna do some other stuff there, like Sleepy Hollow, and um, yeah. oh, you gonna do Iron Man three there? That's cool. Palmetto Point dead. All right, done. That's it. Yeah, doornail. Has a doornail. Nail in the coffin. Yep. Uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to say the last thing I'm going to say about it before I... Oh, this is what I was going to say. is Some of the other things that I liked are, are bits, right? I like some of the bits in the movie. For example, I grinned from ear to ear when they're doing... When the producer man, the evil producer man with the cigar, is saying he's trying to explain to Jutlau, you know... If you're going to be a professional filmmaker, you need to know how to do these shots. And then he lists every shot that you need to be able to do. And the movie does it. Mm-hmm. Close up, medium, wide, establishing, over the shoulder, over the, like all of those oh, did shots. It? I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, that. shoot. I totally I, didn't notice that. Oh, was my. it? Uh, I thought was it. it you? I forget who it was. Somebody took a intro to film class with my wife. Somebody from my uh, wife, um, from college, took the intro to film class with her because I had to go to the movies and watch them with her. But mm-hmm. uh, this is the stuff that they studied. You know, all of these different shots and different angles and different filming techniques and things. And so all those things I noticed really quickly off the bat. I feel like this would be a great movie to show a film student. Yeah, to show all these techniques. And how you can do it on the cheap. Yeah, yeah. You know, how they could physically do that themselves instead of going through the big machine that is Hollywood. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to play just a little bit of the of the bit Shake here. Hands. You got a crow. Oh, I missed it. Oh, I missed it again. Gosh, YouTube, you stink. <laughs> That's close-ups, ECUs, over the shoulders, sink sound. You're just an effects man. Like, like all, like uh, that's only the last couple of seconds of it, but that whole bit totally worked for me because huh. it was just, cause it was, again, that's kind of Monty Python, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. um, the visual gag. It is basically. a visual gag. Yeah. And again, it only works if you know the gag, you know, again, that's, that's inside baseball that, that only works for you. If you know what eight year old Sam doesn't <laughs> get that. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm just wondering if it's along the lines of, you know, uh, com- remember the TV show Community? Yes. Did you guys ever watch that? No. I found it absolutely hilarious. And, again, some of the stuff on there I probably laughed at was because I experienced that kind of thing every day. Um, oh, I do need to watch that now that I work at a community college. Though I'm, yeah, I am, I'm, in yeah. the, I'm in so behind the scenes, and barely, I can barely tell that I'm at a community college. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um Maybe that's kind of the same way, you know, where where I absolutely adored that show because of the aspect of community college. Sure. So, no, I get I that. Know. Yeah, I get that. I mean, like, you know, movies kind of speak to us in different ways from from our personal experiences and things like that. And I, um, 
Yeah, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. I just, like I said, the gag worked on me. All of the dumb tropes this movie, and this movie's got dumb tropes. Like, the executive is a Jewish guy, and he's overly, yeah. o- overtly Jewish. Like, Mel Brooks playing an overtly <laughs> Jewish guy. Um, he was the, so... the tourist, the Hollywood tourist, right? Being, yeah. yeah. He wasn't a tourist. I'm pretty sure that dude was taking pictures of naked chicks. What? I'm I'm pretty Dude. sure that's what happened, right? The guy that comes in and he's like, "I gotta take a lot of pictures." You talking about that guy? Oh, you're talking about the uh, just the people no, that are. No, I was talking about the busted people. Oh, the busted I didn't even people. Think about the the naked pictures. Yeah, I I really thought that that's what that bit was. It was like he was he was taking no. naked pictures for his for his rich uncle, the movie producer. Um, that's yeah. how that's how I took that whole bit. Um, the weird Canadian Cheech and Chong guy thing, that, that part was kind of, it was really dumb, but also funny at the same time. The, uh, <laughs> the, the two cops, the black cop and the white, the lady, um, how like they, like their whole relationship goes from just being partners to basically lovers. And then yep. they, ha- and then they have to go have a car chase. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, that stuff worked for me. Uh, the fact that they paint on screen, here's a clue. And they, you know, I don't know. I just, I thought it was funny. It worked on me. So anyway, um, the only few notes that I wrote were, uh, I like the, I already said that part. Uh, the, I laughed, <laughs> or I noticed that the evil dead was on the marquee. That's kind of funny. Uh, especially since the evil dead came out in like 1984 or something. And this movie is supposed to take place in 1977. Um, I, uh, putting text on screen so we don't have to read. So like when he's getting the bill and we get to see it on the screen, I actually said that's kind of ahead of its time because now that's what you do, right? If you, someone yep. gets a text message, we don't over the shoulder, look at their phone. You just put it on a bubble on the screen. And yeah, I, thought, I remember a social network, um, really popularized a good way of doing that. So, uh, yeah, I guess I don't remember specifically, yep. but. I believe you. I just don't remember. Um, the only thing I remember about that movie is... Oh, and Swordfish. Remember Swordfish? They did a great, <sighs> beautiful way of of, exper- of, of focusing on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. The only thing that Swordfish <laughs> did, did two things well, well was Halle Berry naked. Oh, yeah, you know and, what two uh, things there were. Yeah, yeah I was like Halle Berry <laughs> and, and the explosion at the beginning. Oh, oh, okay. Those two things. Yeah, I wasn't I was, gonna do like I was thinking another two things. No, not not a pair. There were two things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did write, "Ha ha!" Of course, the president interrupts the broadcast for a tax infomercial. <laughs> and I love how they tried to make it sound like Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> which would have, again, which was just weird because this movie is supposed to be in '77. Right. So, um, now I'm failing on my American history. I don't remember who was president. Wasn't Carter? Was it? uh, Not crap. Ford. (laughs) Was it Ford? Ford? I think so. You're just saying that because you just remembered his name. We're just trying to. Uh, to I think that's it. Continued going. That's fine. Uh, (laughs) It was Jimmy Carter. So anyway, at least Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. Uh, that's kind of it. That's all I got. Only uh, tropes was the Jewish guy. Oh, and people that make a bet that drive the story. That's a that's a good trope. Um, 
Yeah. All right. Are you ready for some clips? Because I got a bunch. Let's do it. <laughs> I got a bunch. <laughs> so stuff like this. Oh, made... oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. Please tell me there's some synth, some synth in this. Uh, I mean, I'm just dying for more synth. I mean, it's I can. Just, it's eking out of my eyes, I... and I need to replenish myself of more synth. I mean, I, I can just make that happen. Like. There you go. How's that? Oh, dear Lord. All right. Here we go. This, this, this uh, was funny. I'm your cheerleader, remember? What? This morning in the car. I gave you the clap. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody. <laughs> now, I did laugh at that. I did laugh at that. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Because that happened several more times in the movie where there's like an innuendo. But like, for whatever reason, her and him are like the two most innocent people in L.A. Yeah. And neither one of them, you know, are just so. All right. Uh, who's the director? That actor, isn't that you? Uh, yeah, it is. I just use my own costume. Why are you acting in this? Because I'm always available and I'm very affordable. Why isn't there sound? Because I'm not doing the sound. Who directed all this? Well, I did. Just to show you your producer, I made this whole film. Okay, shut it off. <laughs> uh, she made me laugh. Uh, more union talk. You're in the director's union. Oh, no, I'm freelance. You're not with any union? Yeah, United States. There you go. That was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use that next time someone asks me if I'm in a union, which actually happens more often than I think in North Carolina, but I also wasn't in North Carolina. Um, up all night. I don't remember what this is, but it's up all night. What kind of work is it? Well, it takes a lot of patience. You have to be gentle and precise. I could teach you the basic moves, but you'd be up all night. It's a lot of hard work. Come on, honey. I've heard a lot of lines. Uh, no, it's all right. I... Let's go, girl. I'll, I'll explain ask... all about Cindy, it. wait. Oh, yeah. By the way, the sound is really bad in this movie. Like, you can, Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> super dubbed. Uh-huh. They, I was about to say, they, they, they did dub most of this, right? I think they dubbed it all of like it. like everything. Yeah, because there's not a whole lot of, of, of dialogue that sounded actually natural. And nothing lines up with anybody's lips. There's a lot of that. I mean, probably because if you're shooting on, let's say they're shooting on 35 mil, and you saw them, the part where he takes a sleeping bag, sleeping bag, and wraps it around the the film can or the the, the camera, mm-hmm. he, he's mm-hmm. doing that because film cameras are noisy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they as they roll film, and so you would put, you know, a bag over them. And the the one film that I shot, we shot on 16 millimeter, and we would do. We would shoot a scene um, with literally the camera operator and the assistant camera operator underneath two furniture blankets because oh, it wow. was the only way we could capture dialogue. Now, if there wasn't a lot of a lot of dialogue, we know we would do it without it. So then, what we'd have to do is after you record the scene, once you're done with that scene, you literally run the camera without film. You just run the shutter in the room for about 20 seconds, maybe 10 seconds, just so that they know what that noise is so that they can use it as a filter later <clears> to help <throat> get rid of that, that audio. And so if it comes across too much in the movie, then you have to go back into the studio and do it over. But like all of this was that. I, just, I really think that their location was you know, a dude on a tape recorder and a little boom mic capturing <laughs> best that they could, and then they all had to go back into the studio and do it all, you know, do all of it, because that all sounded super dubby. I don't even know that some of the people were the same, the voices of the actors. I think you're right. Um, because, the, I mean, maybe some of them actually sound the way that they did, but mm-hmm. 
just but you know you can look at someone and say that voice fits them some of these voices didn't fit and maybe i'm profiling i don't know and no. maybe that that was uh, uh a intent maybe so right yeah no i, I, yeah, there, was, I there was a whole you. lot of weird stuff going on so I, I would not put that past it yeah gosh um Sorry, the audio levels tonight are really weird. You guys are either super loud or super soft, and I haven't adjusted the micro the my inputs. This is weird. Sorry, um, I'll start time to talk a little. No, no, it's can. fine. I just it's just okay. my whatever. No one cares as long as you can hear it. Then that's what matters. Um, <laughs> okay, I can here's hear a little you. Star okay. Trek reference for you. I love the bit, and this goes on for a while, this whole bit about permits, um, to, to the part that, uh, so I, I captured that part, and then the next part made me laugh so hard, even though I'd already seen it, uh, I had to capture it again. So here's 30 seconds, just, this just cracked me up, and, and I'm sorry, but here's 30 seconds of just the most, honestly, the most ridiculous thing of this movie, and that's... That's saying something. Saying something, yeah. yeah. But it, 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 they're going a long way for a bit, but I, again, it, it worked on me. Attention, you filmmakers down there. Do you have a permit? Maybe the camera store will bail me out. Stay by your vehicle. We are landing. Have your permits out where we can oh, see them. Every time I help you film something. Jump of three. Looks like we found the valley of the Jolly Green Giant. Ho, ho, ho. Let's get out of here before they fry our niblets. Back of the cheek. Quick, get off the camouflage. Hurry, over the top. Quick, 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 quick. Come on, come on, come on. Gee whiz, they just disappeared. I can't see them anywhere. Hey, let's land on that big green plastic rock. Yeah. Maybe I can delete insanity. <laughs> it's so stupid when it makes me laugh. By the way, oh. the entire movie is like that, though. There is yeah. not an instant of slow talk space. No. Yeah, not at all. Maybe that's why I just had a hard time with it, because I just, it's so relentless. It's just constant. It constant. doesn't let up, no. And, and this is the funny part. So when I watched it the first time, I actually thought... That the when they put the quote unquote camouflage on, I thought that that meant like that actually worked. Like, I thought that the guys were actually saying, Oh no, where did they go? I don't know. Let's just go land on that big plastic rock. Like, I thought they were being serious. And then when I went back to record this, I was like, Oh yeah, okay. Obviously, they, they know what's going on. They're not completely stupid, even though they're chasing them in helicopters that are, um, to, about permits, you know, like, okay. And the helicopter had to have been, um, what you might call it, real. Oh, that's um, all B footage. That's like B some, footage, some news helicopter flying in Hollywood. He's like, oh, look, we need a helicopter for a shot. Let's film it. <laughs> uh, and make sure that you can't see a logo that actually shows that it's not the police, that it's you know News Action 5 or whatever. Yep. Um, here's a little bit of a, a Star Wars reference. Listen. If he calls me a striker again, tell him we're out. Tell him anything. And the same goes for his friend Lucas. Yes, sir, Mr. Bookman, sir. Anything you say, sir. Mr. Bookman's office. Mr. George Lucas returning his call. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, but Mr. Bookman's on hiatus. Now, as, as humorous as that is... 
when this movie came out in 88, George Lucas meant something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 77, when this movie's supposed to take place, no one knows who George Lucas is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's, he's the guy that did, what, THX or something? Like, yeah. no one cares. So, so this movie might have been, you know, out of space and time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is a little anachronistic in that. Um, but it's still kind of funny that I like the idea that this producer that's kind of a douche had an opportunity to possibly work with George Lucas, but because he's mean to his secretary, she said no. Um, this is uh, six seconds of something, and I don't remember what it is. Filmmakers without permits. But we got a marketing progress. Forget it, boy. They don't have permits. What? Let's get them. Obviously, that was out of order, but yes, that made me laugh worse. They're like, oh, there's a mugging. Ah, but they don't have permits. Oh, we got to go. So, all right, there you go. That's all the clips. Must, that must be a huge thing, by the way. It is Hollywood. out there. It, it really is. I mean, again, I we got kicked off of films, a couple shooting locations because we didn't have permits in South Carolina. Um, so we had to do what they call going gorilla. So we had, we had a scene that was in a graveyard. Um, we did not have permits. So we literally took the camera on the shoulder, ran the actors out. I went out there with my, my boom pole and we, we did two, two or three scenes in front of a gravestone where you didn't see what the, the headstone said. And then ran out of there before any, you know, cops or anyone saw us. I mean, that does happen. Huh. So, uh, and there are certain movies. I mean, what's the big deal? Is it just revenue? No, it's it's a lot of it is um, uh, it's it's liability stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I know I've told this story on the podcast where we we had permission to film in the North Carolina Aquarium, but we got kicked out because some kid ran into my boom pole, and then he told his mom that I hit him. And we got kicked out. So we had a permit. Oh, so you ran into him? No, he ran into me. I mean, as as much mm-hmm. as you like that joke, uh, he one gravitational force was too much for the kid. Hey, I might be and, a fat uh, guy, but I'm not that fat. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, I wasn't a fat guy at all. So no. Anyway, uh, here's this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? So there actually is some trivia. So based on I mentioned this earlier, this is based on a three minute demo reel that Mike Jutlove made in 77 in an attempt to get a job at Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. All the scenes involving the union reps were filmed in the same room at the same desk with the same actor playing all the representatives. I think that's kind of funny. Uh, Jutlov did all of his own stunt work in the pool of diving. What? Did his own stunt work in the pool of diving in, laying on the bottom, and holding his breath for two straight minutes. Really? That's, I yeah. thought that was a special effect. I thought, I, it was, too. I thought it was a dummy, but that was him. Yeah, like like he yeah switched it out or something with a dummy. Interesting. Yeah. Or had some kind of tank at the bottom, or I don't know. Something. Yeah, I thought maybe there was some sort of hose or something yeah. at the bottom. He's down there a long time. Wow. The film features an independent filmmaker, Mike Jutloff, playing an independent filmmaker, a producer, Richard Kay, playing a producer, and an actor, Paige Moore, actress, Paige Moore, Playing an actress. Okay. <laughs> and several of the shots inside the police car, the dog in the back seat is actually Mike Jetlov holding up a corduroy jacket in vague dog shape. <laughs> 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 like when they would drive by. It's pretty funny. 
And the and I mentioned this earlier also in the original three minute short of Wizard, along with the other two segments by Mike Jetlove, were shown on the Magical World of Disney Major Effects, which showcased special effects. So he did make it, and I think that's super cool. That was in 1979. So good for him. Good for him. That's right. Uh, now for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. We decided to do stop motion movies, or I guess moments, stop motion moments, because there's certainly a lot of movies that have moments of stop motion, but it's not entirely stop motion. So I'll take either and all. Uh, Andrew goes first. Okay. Uh, first of all, I just have to kind of preface this by saying I'm, I'm not a huge fan of stop motion. I never have been. Even, and I know you guys are going to, like, you know, worry about me for saying this, but even the Nightmare Before Christmas, I, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. And I, I think I grew up at the at the time, like at, maybe at the right age and the right time in development of animation, and, and we had Pixar. I mean, Pixar has been around since I was in the fourth grade. Um, I mean, they've been around for a long time now. And so... I think I was kind of spoiled in the sense that I didn't watch a lot of stop motion growing mm-hmm. up. And so to me, it looked cheap and, mm-hmm. you know, and so I've never been a real, a real fan. And I feel like that's a prejudice that I have that I have to work on. I did watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. So I feel like, and I did enjoy that. So I feel like maybe that is one step in the right direction. <laughs> um, so, for my movies. Um, <laughs> Could you call that a step in the right direction with Pee Wee's Playhouse? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, that's quality television. All right. Um, All right. As long as but, we can you know, admit that, we're fine. Yeah. Okay. So I've got uh, James and the Giant Peach is number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I kind of freaked out by it when I was little, but I, it's good. I like it. Um, a, a movie that's kind of newer, and I don't. Again, I don't know if this was real stop motion. I'm going to say that it was because the Internet said it, and it's all correct. Um, I thought it was, you know, almost done like Lego movie with CGI, but uh, the Box Trolls movie mm, yeah, uh, that my kids watched, and I thought it was a great little movie. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And then number one, I have uh, Star Wars with the Rancor. Oh, okay. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Sam. All right. So I've got uh, an honorable mention of King Kong from 1933. Yeah. The first movie I can remember watching and being scared witless. Um, I remember watching it on my parents' TV in their bedroom in black and white. <laughs> and you were like, old. You were like five, right? <laughs> well, no, yeah, I was about five years old, but it wasn't 1933, jerks. <laughs> um, I'd have to, uh, my number three is Terminator. Oh, sure, yeah. Yep. My number two is Nightmare Before Christmas, because I, I do love that. I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of little with you, Andrew, where it's just a weird animated, just a weird way to do animation. But I just enjoy the, the music and everything so much that I oh, can't yeah, not great. love it. And my number one, I'm right there with you, um, Star Wars. You gotta, you gotta give it to them back in the '70s and '80s. That uh, all the stop motion they used was amazing. Well, the way they did it too, 
makes it work so well because all the stop motion things, except mm, maybe the Tauntauns, are big. So you can get yeah. away with them being slow and clunky. Yeah. Like the Adat Walkers, the ATSTs, the, like you said, the Rancor. Like those are all big, giants, slow moving yeah. dumb things that you can get away with the stop motion. It's. Right. It's when you have to be fast and fluid and agile where things start getting, where they kind of break down. Um, so I, I think this movie we just watched was successful with that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in a way, yeah. I mean, they're not... Now, everything that's animated is f- not alive, right? right? I mean, the things that they're mm-hmm. moving are, are, you know... Unless they're wind-up toys, which mm-hmm. I thought was a little weird. Yeah, the, all of the wind-up toys were strange to me. Like, why? Are, who's winding these things up all the time? But anyway, maybe like he's because he seemed to be always full of electricity. Maybe he just walks by them and they charge. I don't know. I think that's what his mom did. Oh, uh, that's all she did. Making food. That's his actual mom, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his actual yeah. mom. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So the my I did two honorable mentions. Uh, one is is a joke uh, in Star Crash. Um, that's, that's bad stop motion. Uh, my number, my other honorable mention was in case someone else picked, uh, basically Empire Strikes Back, which you guys did. So I'm, I'm yep. going to just have another one there for Kubo and the two strings. Um, Isn't that the one your, your son is feared? Is yeah, he's, scared he's, of? he's terrified of it, but I think it's a beautiful film and I really enjoyed it. Number, my number three is Army of Darkness. Um, oh, the, I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, good move. Yeah, the little army walking by. Little skeletons, just, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun movie. It's dumb. It's real dumb, but it's fun. Uh, Arm, uh, Empire Strikes Back is my number two, and Nightmare Before Christmas is my number one. So, there you go. Nice. Yeah, all right. Uh, but before we uh, go on, I'd, I'd like to show you guys my, um, my uh, prediction for this film. Uh, you probably can't read it. Oh, no, your camera's but, not uh, focusing on yeah, it. Sean is it. going to Sean is going to love, love it. it. Sean's going to love it. Sam, Sam is, is going, going to be meh. And and, and <laughs> Andrew, Andrew hates, hates it. it. Andrew hates <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that's That was much my prediction for the movie. Yeah, yeah guys, yeah, we, we I had a little I asked Andrew to make a little prediction on how he thought this was going to go cuz Sam literally made like two noises. When I started, when I was getting like um, stuff ready pre-show, and I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to go. And Andrew goes, I know exactly how this episode's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you are right. Um, yeah, yeah I, I had so much. I had too much of fun, fun time with this movie. So, all right, here we go. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we're going to give this movie a score out of 10. Uh, and I think that <laughs> I think our numbers are going to reflect what Andrew just said. <laughs> uh, so we will see what happens with that. Uh, Andrew will go first. I would like to put this in the realm of Trolls Two and Oh No, I'm kidding. Oh, wow. I'm kidding. Oh, I was going to say, wait, that movie is just bad, though. <laughs> no, I, I, as far as the craft. Yeah, I really think that that saves this movie a little bit for me. Yeah, because it, it is really well done. But as far as the, I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest as a film critic, and I have to 
criticize the the acting. <laughs> you know, I, I can't forget about that part of it. Sure, I have to give this uh, no higher than a four. Um, I'll, I'll just leave it a solid four. All right. Wow. I'm actually, I, I thought you were going to go below that. I did too. I was expecting like a 1.9. I, I was going to say two and a half yeah. um, that I thought we were going to do. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it would. Uh, it has redeeming qualities, but uh, I still think it would be better with drugs. And this, this might be, and we said this on this show podcast uh, probably two dozen times, if not closer to a hundred times. This is a movie that would benefit from us being in the same room together. And drunk. Well, <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah. No, honestly, yeah. we would have a heck of a time with this. Well, yeah, drink. but if you guys are too drunk, then I'm like trying to explain the whole <laughs> the whole scene where he's like doing the over-the-shoulder close-up. How about this? Every time there is a drawn-on special effect, we have to drink. Oh, Lord. Or every time we hear a synthesizer. Mm. Well, there synthesizer, you, you guys would be in the hospital with uh, liver <laughs> shutdown. <laughs> Drawn on animation, that actually wouldn't be bad, uh, Sam. If you did no. like a sip of beer, because yeah. there yeah. there wasn't a l- okay, there was a lot. I kept yeah. forgetting that his glasses kept shining for some reason, and like his business card was electrified, yeah. and every time he touched somebody, it yeah. So there was actually a lot more than I'm. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> you'd be pretty good and toasted by the end of that too. <laughs> All right, Sam, your score. All right, um, you know I was, oh, gosh. I, I I don't know. It's bad acting. Uh, at least the story is interesting. It's something I have never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never want to see it again. <laughs> uh, I, I I just don't know. It's it's such a weird. In fact, I was going to give it less than a four, but Andrew gave it a four, and I don't think I hated it less more than Andrew. Um, I a four point. Zero one two out of out of ten, um, only because I don't want to drop below Andrew, and, and it's just <laughs> I I give it the points it has for its earnesty, if that's a word, <laughs> for 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 being basically it has a heart, right? Yeah, yeah it, it does. It, it, you could tell this was a labor of love of this guy, and even though I didn't like it, and made me kind of crazy <laughs> i can give him kudos for that sure yeah i get that i mean yeah like like if you met this dude if he didn't like make you run away because of his creepy smile you'd want to shake his hand and go hey good job dude you made a mm-hmm. you made a you made a film and not a yeah. lot of people can do that people with bigger budgets have failed worse than than absolutely. this absolutely oh yeah. Uh, yeah i mean like basically transformers 2 and on except for i heard bumblebee is pretty good you know what I'm saying? I would rather watch this movie than any of those. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's. I'm serious. Any one of those other Transformers movies, besides, I haven't seen Bumblebee, but two and on, I would much rather watch this. I'm just saying. There's probably, there's probably 50 movies that we've reviewed that I would rather watch this than those. Oh wow! I mean, like I had a good time with this, so I'm gonna just incorporate it into my score. I had fun. Yes, the acting's terrible. I didn't care this time. Sometimes I care. Didn't care today. The the plot <laughs> is super super C, uh, CGI. The 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 bad guy is a cartoon character villain. Um, er, everyone in this movie that isn't uh, well, basically the well, 
It was a cartoon. Everyone's a cartoon character of the trope that they're playing, right? The girlfriend, the, yes. the innocent girlfriend is the super innocent girlfriend. I'm going to stand by my man no matter what, even though she barely knows the guy and she gave him the clap. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the best friend is the best friend till you know, forever. He's the, he lost it, loses his job for him. Yeah. yeah. Sells his car. I mean, like he's all in with his best friend. And and that's, that's the thing that happens in movies. Uh, and I guess in real life too, I don't know, but like, I don't know. I had such a good time. I liked it. I'm going to give this movie a flat out 6.59. I don't know why I picked that number. Oh, 0.59. You know, on uh, IMDb, it has a seven. Really? Does it really? Yeah. 7.1. Seven point wow. one. Well, it's yeah. only got eighteen hundred votes. <laughs> well, yeah. um, so you, you know what? We can skew the score. I'm doing that. I'm doing seven point one. I am voting with the masses. No, no. seven point one. I had so much fun with this. Oh. I really did. This is not a bad movie. It really isn't. Mm. And I'm looking back at other movies that I've recently given sevens to. I'm totally good with that. Mm. Is this movie better than? Uh, Annihilation? No. But do I want to watch this before I watch Annihilation? Yes. Do I want to watch this over how the Grinch stole Christmas we did a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yes. I'd rather yeah. watch this, honestly. Um, I would rather watch this than Velvet Buzzsaw or Life After Beth or uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I'm sorry. I just would. Oh, I love, I'd, I'd watch The Ballad any day. I'd watch the yeah. first one and The Gold Digger Guy, but the rest, <laughs> yeah, whatever. So anyway... My point is, is that I had a good time with it. Maybe my score is a little too high. Maybe I'm trying to score it high just to <laughs> counteract your low. I don't know. Who knows what's going on? All I know is, is that I had too much fun with this movie. I actually told people that I actually sent out the, uh, I put it on Facebook and Twitter, the, the short, just the short. Just go watch the short. If you appreciate stop motion, just go watch the short. It's on our Facebook page. Um, it's good. Go watch it. Be be impressed. It's good. It's good stuff. It really is. All right. You'd think I was related to this guy. I'm really not. I know. Um, all right. That's it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. I had a good time with this one. Um, I was looking forward to, to talking with this. And so, yeah, there we go. That's the show. Next week, we are doing a movie that's been on our list for, honestly, it's been on our list for about 13 months. And I kept pushing it back and pushing it back and... We're finally going to do it. It's called Nine. It's just the number nine. It's if you do go on to, um, it's on. Is this um, the one with the little puppets? Yes. Okay. okay. It's, uh, it's. Or uh, what do they call those things? They're like, it's a little CGI. It's a, like um, a voodoo doll. They look yeah. like, uh, okay, yeah, like a little voodoo doll. Or, I mean, it's like a little sack with eyes and a zipper. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I know. There's no way to say that without it being. <laughs> it's got a really good cast of of voicing. It also Chris, started as a short. Yeah, also started as a short. Um, this movie actually is kind of uh, at least for some reason I thought Tim Burton was associated with this, but he's not. It he looks Tim it. Burton. It does. Look, I believe. I believe. He's oh, he's the a one pro- that got, was responsible for getting it. Like he's a through. he's a producer on this. So there you go. So I think that's why I remember seeing probably produced by Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, but Shane Shane Acker directed this, 
movie, and we'll obviously get into that next week. Um, yep. But it's talk about another uh, labor of love. Yeah, I, and I have seen this movie once, mm-hmm. and I remember being really confused. <laughs> That's all I can say. I just remember being really confused by it. So maybe yeah. I'll be more ready for it this time. So. Uh, that's it. That's our show. Nine is next week. Um, again, my call to action to you, the listener, is just share the show. Um, I would love for you to submit your reviews to us, uh, like the person who I can't remember did for this movie. <laughs> and you two may have your name we forgotten on our. Are horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the on the shared. Or I'll put it on the spreadsheet from now on. Cheapseatreviews.com <laughs> is where. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix. By the time I post this in the next twenty minutes, I will go back and edit in. Um, <laughs> Bob Newhart, thank you for yeah. So anyway, Cheapseatreviews is our website. So go there and. Uh, listen to our old episodes. Um, almost the entire catalog has been uploaded, and you can leave comments there and talk about what we just did. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're not on Spotify. I don't. I don't think that we ever will be on Spotify. I just. I'm afraid we're going to get kicked off because I use like it's too high morale for us. Well, yeah. I. I just. I use too much music that's not quote unquote pod safe. Like what I'm playing right now. I think would get us kicked off Spotify. Is Pod Safe what they put on the label of the Tide thing so teenagers don't eat them? Maybe. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. They should do that. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews. At cheap seat cast is our Twitter account. Uh, we are again on Instagram. I'm just really bad at it. I'm just, I don't know how to do the Instagram. Um, and you can send us your emails to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. But again, Facebook or Twitter, just if you mention us, Hey, would love for you guys to do this movie. Well, we're all over it. We'll add it to the list. Uh, I still have a list of other movies that people have requested that are just not streaming. So I check about once every other week. If it gets streaming, it'll get put into the queue sooner. So, Alan, mm-hmm. buddy, I got you. With honors, the moment it's streaming, we're all over it. It's just not streaming right now, pal. So we're going to get you. And anyone else that I missed in the past, we're going to get you. I'm sorry. We just haven't done it yet. So next week is nine. We got some really interesting movies coming up, and I'm really excited for that. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for nine. We are the Wizard of Speed and Time. <laughs> it almost sounded like you were going to sing that we are the Munchkin Land or something. But. Yeah, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. <laughs>